you know what? You give me $500,000 a year, I'll show up to every game. Every game, every practice. Every practice. Yes, sir. You say All jump. the time. I will go to the weight room <laughs> and look like I'm doing something. And then, and then I'll perform. Lifting a donut up to your mouth does not qualify as lifting weights. <laughs> uh, hey, the donut weighs an amount. That's right. <laughs> Stop it. I can't understand what that's saying. You can stick your vaccine mandates. Stick oh, your vaccine mandates up your arms. Annals. <laughs> Welcome to the Naked Apple. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you're watching on Vimeo, this is not going to reward you with what you were looking for. <laughs> but it may just go down in the annals of history. It just might. <laughs> it just might. Uh, Doesn't matter how old a man gets, his sense of humor is always dabbing into middle. <laughs> Never have I ever pronounced that word correctly. (laughs) (laughs) Never have I ever wanted to play. Never have I ever. Never have I ever. (laughs) It's none of mine, never mind. (laughs) It's it's a thing that happens. (laughs) Uh, Welcome. Well, it's been fun. It has. We had a good ride. That's it. All right. See you next week. That's all we got. It's not because, you know, that's what's happening to us, but that's just because that's what's happening to us. <laughs> yeah, close I'll let enough. you do your own homework on that one. <laughs> well, <sighs> shall we get to our daily dose of vitamin B? Because we need to be cheered up more than we are right now. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We like, we like the vitamins. Vitamins. Here we go. <gasps> Welcome, <clears throat> welcome to your vitamin B. Oh, gracious, gracious, indeed. There's some wonderful news this week. Lots and lots of wonderful news. Mm. It's happy news happy. to a fashion. So let us begin with the happiest, hap happy happy news. Okay. Nike arranges special screening of Copernic documentary for Uyghur concentration camps. Oh. Because nothing says... I don't even know where to go with that I don't one. know where That's, to uh, go with that. Inspiration! Like that afro. Anyway. <laughs> <coughs> In other news, 
Biden wakes up from the strangest dream that he was attending International Climate Conference. <laughs> His sleepy sleep is a little thrown off from the flighty flight. Yes, yes, just a little bit. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, <laughs> Pudding! <laughs> in a uh, recent interview, a man is quoted as saying, I just think this let's go branding Brandon thing is really disrespectful. As he wear, is he he was wearing a uh, F Trump shirt. Yeah, that's wait. We switch back to this real is news. Real or? news, apparently. Oh. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, uh, let's go, Brandon. Secret Service agent spotted carrying a diaper bag. Ah, uh-huh. well, it depends on what's in it, really. Oh, <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Speaking of strange pieces of shit, Biden offers to have Hunter repaint the Sistine Chapel. Because that will go well. Yes, indeed. Well, so something about a Chinese guy that's interested in investing in it? Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's the Vatican. Ping, ping. <laughs> ah, and for the hap, hap, happiest news is we have these two articles. Oh. Both about uh, Terry McLaughlin, uh, Olive, uh, uh, yes, the uh, the current uh, uh, guy in Virginia. Terry McLaughlin baffled that telling parents the state owns their children wasn't a winning strategy. <laughs> I, <laughs> how could you not see that? I, I say, I, I, it was shocking to literally everybody. I thought everyone loves being told that they don't know what to do. Literally all of them, yes. Indeed. You're all morons. Wait, why, why do you hate me? <laughs> uh, in a last-ditch effort to get ahead, Terry McAuffle shaves his head, gets Nazi tattoo to warn everyone about Glenn Youngkin. Oh, it's about time someone yep. speaks up. Yes, indeed. And last but definitely not least, the most important news, your entertainment news, Chris Pratt is uh, now voicing Morgan Freeman. Uh, in a uh, new animated series, I assume. Okay. In an interview, Chris Pratt uh, is quoted as saying, I'm hoping to really bring this guy to life. He's a total idol for me, and I I hope I can do Freeman justice. Yeah. So, uh, we've got that to look forward to. Um, As he, uh, as he uh, moves into that, uh, also, he really can play in every role. Exactly, exactly. Uh, at the time of this publishing, uh, Pratt has also been cast as the voice of Shai Halud in Dune Part 2. <laughs> and also the voice of James Earl jo- Jones in uh, uh, James Earl Jones. And the voice of <laughs> Woody in Toy Story 5. Now hold up. <laughs> Uh, Is there anything he I'm, can't do? <laughs> well, I'm wondering if that's uh, the voice of Woody Andy's toy or the voice of Woody Andy's mom's toy. Uh, uh, this has been your vitamin uh, B. <laughs> Sometimes I think Ecom takes it just a little too far. It's a little cheeky today, just isn't he? a little bit. It's just a... Just a little out there. You got to find an outlet, my man. 
He's getting the name of the toys wrong. <laughs> Andy's mom's toy's name was Buzz. <coughs> anyway. Um. <laughs> That's a dark place. <laughs> Horrible transition later. Chip Roy... <laughs> Horrible transition later. <laughs> That's awful. Yes. I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the interest. Move. Sorry. It's a good thing we're not sponsored yet, because how would you Was... lead into a sponsor after that? Don't answer that. <laughs> Built bar. <laughs> For when you need that. No, nope, a little bit no, extra no. energy. Chip Roy, <laughs> talking over you, <laughs> regaining control of this. <laughs> Are you though? No. <laughs> Do you feel in charge? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Unnecessary censorship. Here we go. <laughs> uh, All right. So this week uh, went. Uh, went we I decided that decided to go route with some of these stories that we're covering. Um, <coughs> first chunk of which um, Chip Roy will be featured twice in this. Mm. The uh, representative out of Tejas. Ahoy, Chip Roy. Ahoy, Chip Roy. If you missed it um, last week. He was one of the ones that was involved in absolutely eviscerating Attorney General Merrick Garland over the um, sicking the FBI on concerned parents as terrorists. It's about time. <laughs> Which one? Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's been uh, laying some stuff down the last little while, and he's... Took some time after everyone had condolences or something for someone that died. I don't know. Not that I don't. Not that I'm impartial to them. Whoever it was that died, or not care about whoever it is that died, but I never knew who they were, and I don't know any better of their accomplishments, so I don't care. But a loss of life is a loss of life. So, anyway, he took time. Thirty minutes. We're not going to go through the whole speech, but the first part of it, at least, he expresses a lot of the feelings that a lot of Americans have right now and the polls reflect what he's talking about much to the chagrin of ABC, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, and all those other ilk that unfortunately have to report on it. They're probably reporting on it because the polling is worse than polling on themselves. <laughs> yeah, hey, look, sure. someone's worse than we are. Ah, <laughs> well, here, uh, here's the uh, the beginning of that right here. They might be trying to screw me. Well, of course they're trying to screw you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll listen in. No. We'll listen That's, in a little bit. That was the hot mic. What Chip Roy has to say. And uh, yeah, we'll kind of cut in where we feel obliged to cut in because he's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I would note that um, in the context of supporting... Uh, workers supporting the people across this country who are indeed uh, engaging it right now in many respects in saying no and striking and, and deciding that they're not going to participate. A lot of that last I'd week. say a lot of that has to do, unfortunately, with the mandates 
that have been impressed upon workers by the efforts of the President of the United States, President Biden, and a illegal and unconstitutional requirement that employers vaccinate their Vaccinate. Apparently, C-SPAN needs to buffer, even though it's been sitting here for who knows how long. Buffering tonight. That's cool. That's... Well. Well, poop, C-SPAN. What did you do? I hit play. And apparently... Apparently, it doesn't like that. So now I got to... Now I got to find the spot again. Those, uh, those things. Um, I, w I would note that um, in the context of supporting uh, workers, supporting the people, and they're Let's not going to participate bit. a illegal and unconstitutional lose there their job. Oh, there you go. Find this it. has very yeah, real yeah, consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have seen <coughs> thousands of workers across this country protesting. Police uh, members walking out. Firefighters walking out. New York just out. shut down 20% of its People fire department. in industries and airlines and places across the country walking cool. out. Nurses, nurses who were serving this country on the front lines during the pandemic last year when we didn't know all that was going on, and now they're being forced to decide to quit because of an unconscionable, illegal, unnecessary, unconstitutional mandate by the President of the United States. Which isn't even the in the is records. Forcing yeah. its citizens to make these tough choices. I have a friend of mine, a dear friend, who lives in Alabama. And she said to me, I had a long talk with a doctor, and he is not anti anti vax by any stretch. He's had this vaccine. But he's concerned. Not concerned. concerned. I've been this is my friend. I've been a decade plus living with multiple sclerosis. Ooh, and I'm not in any way anxious to provoke an immune response by getting the vaccination. But now she's being mm -hmm. forced to decide whether or not she can continue to teach. She just wants to teach. And now the university for which she works is saying, you must get vaccinated or you're going to lose your job. Now you say, well, just go seek an accommodation. Well, listen what the Geniuses at the university in which she works sent out as their accommodation. <laughs> to be eligible for possible exception, you must first establish that your refusal to be vaccinated is based upon a sincere belief that it is religious in nature. A refusal to be vaccinated does not qualify for an exception if it is based upon personal preference, concerns about the possible effects of the vaccine. I want to pause for a second. Concerns about the possible effects of the vaccine does not qualify. So the only qualification for not getting it is religious. I have multiple sclerosis and I'm prone to side effects more so than other people. Yeah, well, what's your religious reasoning? I could uh, die. My religious reasoning is that they use uh, uh, fetuses in the uh, vaccines, and I, I can't uh, condone that. That's not proven. Uh, here's Pfizer's email saying Here's Pfizer's emails proving that it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you don't have to get Pfizer. Oh, I can just get any of the other ones that use the exact same formula. 
It's not the exact same. For an exception. You magnificent bastard, I read your book! My friend, who may now seek a religious exception because she has religious concerns about it, but she also has very real concerns as an MS survivor, someone dealing and living with MS, she's having to make a call about what's in her interest. Mother of three children. Two of her children have had issues and reactions arguably attached to different vaccinations in the past. And never before in the history of the United States of America has the federal government gone out and issued an edict from Washington demanding that the American people get vaccinated. George Washington did it. Um, one, he wasn't president. So there's that. Two, he didn't. So there's that. <laughs> no, everyone in the military had to get vaccinated against. That's not what he did. So. He wasn't going to say to a soldier, oh, you want to fight for the cause? Are you vaccinated? No. Ah, too bad. You got to go get vaccinated. Then you can help us fight the strongest military in the entire world to gain independence. At, at what point in that circular logic does that make sense? <laughs> we need all hands on deck. I'm not vaccinated. All hands but you. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> what are you humming? Humming? Just. Just humming. Just Think about that. Never before in our history. It hasn't happened. Yes, it can happen in our military, although we should be careful about it. Nobody should get dishonorably discharged. Nobody should get discharged. It's happened at places where the federal government has a direct impact on the employment of an individual. But all of these decisions have been left to local and state governments, local schools, local hospitals. But no, no, President Biden in his infinite wisdom such as that may be, <laughs> has suggested now by mandate that everybody get vaccinated and every business must vaccinate their employees. And the fact of the matter is we are now almost I mean, 600. Everything about this is not made, should not make sense to anybody because if it's truly a pandemic, setting arbitrary dates and arbitrary limits and numbers of people shouldn't change how you approach avoiding it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if there's 100 people or more in your business, you have to do this. But if I have 99, then I don't in a smaller space than hmm. the people that have 100 or more. Yeah. Oh. What about if I do a protest? Is it a progressive favoring protest or conservative favoring protest? It's progressive. Oh, yeah, you can do whatever you want. It's conservative. Ah, it's going to be a super spreader. People are going to die. What, um, what about when, when, is, when are we going to start this mask thing you keep telling us about? Uh, let's see. When's the next 
election thing? Oh, okay. After that. (laughs) (laughs) But it's serious? Oh, yeah, it's serious. You need to take it seriously. So we should start right now? No, you got a few weeks. (laughs) 100 days into the 15 days to slow the spread. The government lying to its citizens, continuing to move the goalposts of normalcy, moving further away. Now the president wants a 97% vaccination rate, which he completely made up and pulled out of air, which is pretty much the definition of his entire incompetent, absurd presidency. Like I said, arbitrary numbers. Wow. The government of this country derives its just powers from the governed. The government of this country derives its power from the consent of the governed. I do not consent. And thankfully, brave Americans across this country are standing up every day and telling this president to pound sand. (laughs) They happen to be using a different colloquialism. (laughs) Let's go, Brandon. Southwest Airlines. Pilots spoke out, and they just scrapped a plan to put unvaccinated employees out of work. It was because of weather, though. Quote, we refuse to become the vaccination police for any government. God bless them. Go get an In-N-Out burger. General Electric employees in Greenville, South Carolina, walk out over a vaccine mandate. A New York hospital will stop delivering babies as workers quit over a vaccine mandate. We covered all of these. I think he pulled it from Washington our State notes. Employees quit. Fire he might be a listener. Mandate. Trooper tells Governor Inslee in Washington to kiss my fill-in-the-blank <laughs> in final sign-off before vaccine mandate. Seattle first responders. Parents in California protest student... Uh, vaccine mandates, vaccine opponents protest outside Stormont Vale following hospital's shot requirement. And a Wyoming teenager arrested after refusing to wear a mask on school grounds, family says. Well, God bless these individuals across this country who are telling the, this person They arrested a teenager at school because she wasn't wearing a mask properly. Or any uh, member of the government in their state or local community exercising tyranny over their freedom as Americans to make the choices that they think is correct in their lives to pound sand. But why are we in this position, (laughs) Madam Speaker, as I sit here with raptured attention from all of the members of Congress who are in here having a robust debate about the future of our country, as opposed to being out, say, having steak dinners with whoever the heck they're having dinners with in this town. The Congress is basically empty. Why are we in this position? (laughs) Why are we here? Last week, we discovered with very clear terms the Dr. Fauci misled Americans. Uh-oh. Rut-row raggy. questioning from Rand Paul in two different health committee hearings. Uh-oh. Dr. Fauci said on May 11th, 2021, quote. By the way, a third hearing is coming up. Rand Paul's a little pissed. Turns out he doesn't like being lied to when he knows he was correct both times that you lied to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So grab some popcorn for that in the next day or two. <laughs> With all due respect, you are entirely and completely incorrect. Speaking to Dr. Paul, and he's got NIH a picture of Fauci never, next to him. Does not now fund gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And later, quote, I will repeat again. The NIH and the NIAID categorically has not funded gain-of-function research to be conducted in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. I have never lied before Congress. In July 11, 2021 hearing, Fauci said, 
Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. Uh-oh. This paper that you were referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. Oh. But what do we now know? Uh, oh, wait. We know that NIH did, in fact, fund gain-of-function research at the Wuhan lab. EcoHealth Alliance manipulated a coronavirus to generate up to 10,000 times the viral load, violating provisions of its National Institutes of Health contract Oops. that forbade unregulated research that could make a disease significantly more dangerous or transmissible. That quote was in the right-wing conspiracy media paper roll call. <laughs> My Republican colleagues in the Oversight Committee received a letter from NIH that confirmed that EcoHealth Alliance, which received money from NIAID, violated the terms of their NIH grant because they, they made the virus more deadly to humanized mice. Oh, we talked about that. To me, yep. Dr. Fauci said that because the research in was not anticipated oh, to be gain of function, it was approved. But... Why, then, did the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agencies, known in this town as DARPA, reject similar research due to gain-of-function concerns? <laughs> we gave it to them not thinking that they would do it. Okay, but it was rejected before. <laughs> well, uh, well, well, um... Um... Hmm... The NIH had a definition of gain of function on its webpage, this one. which was available as recently as October 19th, just a couple of days ago. It has now been changed entirely. Why would it be changed? Oh. Why would the NIH... So, <laughs> so damning report comes out after other damning reports that show that it was, in fact, gain of function research, no matter which way you slice it. And then they change the definition after the damning report comes out and everybody knows about it. I the law. I am the law. Oh, so now it works. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I see. Yeah, his, that's just a few minutes into it. His whole thing is worth listening to. And he what just, do you think? That's what they do. They can make up anything. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's science. Science. Ah. Science. There it is. <laughs> Found it. <laughs> Found it. So, uh, so yeah, give, go ahead and give that a full listen because Chip Roy, as we we'll <laughs> find out in another clip here, I don't care. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a job to do that he said he's going to do, and apparently he's now working to fulfill that job. So, Chip Roy's spirit animal is a honey badger. Is that what you're telling me? That or Chuck Norris, since Chuck Norris is from Texas. That he represents. Chuck Norris is a spirit animal? I don't see why not. <laughs> Near perfect spirit animal, I might yes. add. Uh-huh. <laughs> Behind Chuck Norris's beard is just another fist. <laughs> and he knows the wrong way to eat a Reese's. Yeah, well. <laughs> the Bible used to be called Chuck Norris and Friends. He, <clears throat> he pees in a can and people drink it. It's called Red Bull. Like I said, middle school is and where most men maintain their... <laughs> and these jokes are why we are the 244th 
most popular podcast in Canada. On politics. On politics. Yeah. Climbing up the charts. Moving yep. on up. <laughs> Doesn't matter that there's only 245 in the entire state. I'll take second to last. Country. Whatever. Canada could be a state. Yeah. All of it. Could have been. All of it. Yeah. You were written into the federal. <laughs> you, you were. <laughs> into the Articles of Confederation. You missed it by that much. You had your chance. You blew it. <laughs> Some female singer says. No! You <laughs> dense, irritating, miniature beast of burden. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then this next one is something uh, late last year we berated on of all this lockdown crap is going to make things worse for kids. CDC reports 50 CDC CDC reports 51% increase in suicide attempts among teenage girls. Wow. In 2020. Who would have seen that coming? On top of women aren't women unless it's a dude that dresses like a woman and goes into the girl's bathroom. Literally everyone that was paying attention, just a little bit. I mean, yeah. So. Um, it's a sad story about, uh, starts out with a sad story about Beth Palmer. She was 17 and I um, ended up committing suicide. Very sad and most likely would not have happened if, I don't know, we actually followed science and didn't lock things down. And things like that. Um, newly released data from the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, and Prevention reveal a surge in self-harm and hospitalizations from poor mental health among teens in 2020. Overall, the number of psychiatric-related hospital visits among young people increased 31% last year. Just a mere 31%. Just, a, just uh, it's, it's a fraction Hey, at least it wasn't 32. It's 31 out of 100. That's a small fraction. Of small. <laughs> it's not even a third. It's Calm down. <laughs> not even. For young women like Palmer, this number was far more grievous. Suspected suicide attempts in girls increased 50.6% compared to a 3.7% increase in young men. As the report concludes, the implications of lockdowns such as physical distancing, barriers to mental health treatment, increases in substance use and anxiety about family health and economic problems all particularly affected children contributing to a widespread increase in suicidal thoughts. Who would have known that just portraying doom and gloom 24-7 and bleak outlook on the future of life would make people not want to live life, especially young, naive, and impressionable minds? Who would have known? Can you imagine those psychopaths? In California, teenage suicide increased 24%, leading to 134 deaths in 2020. In contrast, only 23 California minors died of COVID-19. It is more deadly than the virus. Oh my gosh. Meanwhile, the idiots that vote on whether or not uh, vaccines should be approved for different age groups denied the boosters for adults because it has health things that they are not sure are actually good to have, especially in the younger age category. But then turn around and say all 100% in favor 
one abstaining, 100% in favor (laughs) that children five through 11 should be vaccinated while admitting in the video call, we don't know what side effects will happen until we start vaccinating them. We don't know what's in the bill until we read it. We have to pass, have the, bill to pass the bill to see what's in it. To see what's we in have it. to vaccinate. We have to vaccinate mass. everybody. We have to, to vaccinate all of the kids. If it does bad to things. see what side effects are happening, even though we're seeing and have admitted seeing all these heart issues in the younger people getting vaccinated already approved. So let's get an even younger group going on mass and see what happens. The ICUs and hospitals are filling up. From what? A super cold. Oh. 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 It's the unvaccinated's fault that the hospitals are full. Are you sure it's not, I don't know, stabbing everyone with a concoction of who knows what that hasn't been tested for an extended period of time to figure out exactly what's going on inside of that and how it reacts to the body? You sure it has nothing to do with that? Increasing hospitalization rates, especially among the younger generation who have, according to the CDC, almost 0% chance of having serious complications from COVID, including death. Specifically in Oakland, California, hospitals saw a 66% increase in teenagers screening positive for suicidal ideation between March and October of 2020. In light of these alarming numbers, California public health officials are finally beginning to speak out about the issue. Oh, it's only taken an entire year and a half to speak out about it. Freaking bureaucratic idiots. Uh, but they have degrees. Oh, the, the worst part about this is, well, I mean, not the worst part, but <laughs> like in my mind, the most frustrating part about this is that these liberals claim to be the party that cares about mental health. Oh, yeah. That, that cares about the less fortunate, that cares about, you know, all these different things. And they, they claim that conservatives and, and libertarians, and the, they don't care about you. It's, it's only us. We are your champions. We are the ones that are going to take care of you. We're, we're the experts. We're the experts that are going to, to ensure that your needs are met and their policies are proof negative. The things that they do are proof negative to that effect. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. For over a year, while mental illness and suicide skyrocketed, these same politicians and health experts continuously disregarded valid concerns over the dire implications of lockdowns. Well, this is not a mundane detail, Michael! Yeah. You have permanently scarred millions of children's minds. Permanently. And now you want to permanently scar their hearts with a vaccine. It's not, it's not, these are safe and effective. Uh, Reports around the world are saying, um, negative. We're going to stop doing this. Yeah. So much so that a lot of the places that are vaccinating a lot more than the U.S. has, has stopped reporting some of their stuff because 
it started to look real bad. And then all of a sudden the reporting stopped. Kind of like how the CDC stopped reporting on, or the HHS start, stopped reporting on hospitalizations in May. Hmm. Go figure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Back in April of 2020, JAMA, JAMA, Hope you like jamming too. Uh, Psychiatry published a report on the on the possible consequences of quarantine orders, stating that while they might help quell new infections, the potential for adverse outcomes on suicide risk is high. But we need to lock down because this discredited guy said that if we don't lock down, billions of people will die in the United States. Oh, okay. Turns out his report was wrong, but we're still going to do the full lockdown. Time out. Yeah. <laughs> have, have a recording of their, uh, their Congress people when they were told this, by the way. Oh. Didn't forget. Just don't care. Just don't care. Just don't care. Yep. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Now, along with that, when we were talking about that, I was advocating strongly get these kids back in school, mostly because, for the most part, that's how kids socialize. Yeah, they, they also get educated. They don't really get an education. They go there to socialize. <laughs> they go there to have sex in the closets. Let's be real. Oh, or wait. behind the bleachers. Or, or behind the bleachers. Or, or to grind up against uh, um, uh, administrators while dressed in. Yeah. Um, or, or to read lingerie. books about, uh, you know, homosexual encounters and things like that. Or it's, to learn about how racist they are just because oh. of their skin color. So they are learning. So they're learning a lot they're while they're socializing. They're getting that critical social interaction <laughs> while learning all that this stuff. Critical social theory. I mean, wait. Mom Ooh. defends man pageant. So now my stance is um, just end it. Public education off. Turn it off. Turn, turn it off. Done. Don't turn it back on again. Well, what, just, what you, am I going to do with my kids? That, Send them to a private school. Or, or teach them at teach home. Teach them yourself. I can't teach them or, at home. Send them to or, a private school. Here's I a can't thought. afford that. Get well, together with your community and do community teaching. There's, there's a, a, an idea for people. Well, we can't afford to pay for a teacher to do that. If the public school system shut down, guess who suddenly doesn't have to collect taxes for public school? Oh, you mean you get to hold on to your property taxes? Guess, guess who doesn't have to pay for the public schools anymore? <laughs> the people that don't have kids and the people that do have kids. So Both. So that, that brings up something that's I think is kind of fun that people overlook. It's, so there's a lot of parents showing up at the school board meetings, right, that are concerned and all this mm. stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is it appropriate for someone like yourself who does not have kids to show up and be angry and belligerent at how school boards are handling public education? Well, I mean, I'm paying them, so yes. Correct. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I mean. You don't have you're kids. You're not wrong, you don't, Walter. You're just an asshole. <laughs> you don't have kids. You don't have a say in this. Uh, according to my property taxes, yes. Yes, I do. So, <laughs> like hell, I don't. <laughs> uh, that doesn't seem right. We can come to an agreement here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can. 
<laughs> There's a you, way to you, reach an accord. You stop <laughs> charging me for your kids going to school, and I'll stop and yelling at I'll them. I'll stop yelling for at your them kids. for teaching your kids <laughs> stupid shit. <laughs> that being said, if I'm a business owner, I am also concerned about what the schools are teaching kids because I'm going to hire your kids eventually. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Anyway. Yeah, so mom defends man pageant where high school students gave lap dances to staff and is annoyed the story got out. People don't know how to keep their mouths shut, she said. What happened to see something, say something? Does that that only apply to New York airports? Yeah. That's... So, oops. In Kentucky... Kentucky. Kentucky? Kentucky. What? Kentucky. I hear they have really good fried chicken. Not anymore. <laughs> the colonel has been benched. The colonel has been <laughs> Well, he's from Utah anyway. So, ah. Ooh. Uh, Kentucky High School's man pageant, in which students were photographed giving lap dances to staff members, including the principal, who I believe is also the mayor of the town. So, I'm not saying it's child pornography. I'm just saying it's sexual exploitation of a child, especially when you post it on social media where it becomes pornography <laughs> of a minor. <sighs> and also was annoyed that the homecoming event made the news in the first place. People don't know how to keep their mouths shut, she said. Holly Lane. In the interview, she's... Okay. This lady right here. She's outside. She's outside. She's angry that the news story went public. And she's wearing a mask. Her interaction with you, she's going to be the first one to show up to school to complain, not about the school saying masks are optional, or not about not to complain about the school saying, yeah, we're going to have a grind fest with kids and adults. She's going to show up because she's upset that the school isn't enforcing masks. <clears throat> I'm just saying. Just going off visuals there. Never met this woman. Never listened to this woman. Don't care about this woman. She should probably not be a parent anymore. <laughs> It has been taken completely out of context. There are only photos being shown on the internet, no videos. So the photos don't show the teachers pushing the children off of them. Except there is video. Um, I don't think... There we, was video. Oh, there was video. Apparently, uh, YouTube doesn't allow the video. Oh, it's been dis disabled by the video owner. Mm. Oh, you have to click the link and actually to watch, watch it on, on YouTube. YouTube I don't really care it. to watch minors lap dance on fat well even adults. the video is just a collage of pictures pictures okay well there's an and actual her, her interview there's an actual recorded video of them doing this with the music playing and all this stuff it's uh like a virgin from madonna is playing while the boys are dressed in uh, lingerie and lap dancing and rubbing bellies and so there's a little bit yeah, more photos. Uh, and they're not all pushing them off. They're laughing and whatever. And the cheerleaders all wearing Hooters, Hooters outfits. outfits. Yeah, yeah. Because that's funny. It's funny. It's just something to embarrass the staff with. 
Uh, yeah, real embarrassing when it gets made public and the rest of the nation is like, time out. <laughs> I know you guys think it's cool because cuties is a thing on Netflix and all that, but um, no. Uh, um, uh, she said, let's see. Uh, if everybody is perfect, then I would say, yeah, maybe we do need to rethink something. But until somebody can prove that something is going on here other than just homecoming week and teachers being teenagers and teenagers being teenagers, then I will support my kids. I am totally fine with my son dressing up in women's lingerie and lap dancing and like twerking and stuff. Adults. Like it is, it's bad. It's bad. And and it's not like nobody's perfect. It's, so back off. It's, it's not like like t- uh, it. It's not like full body lingerie. It is. It is like skimpy. Yeah, skimpy shit. Yeah, yeah. There's only one cure for this. <laughs> Y'all need Jesus. Y'all need Jesus. <laughs> None of my children have or a been frying hurt. pan, whichever is easier. None of my children have been hurt. None of the teachers have been hurt. It's embarrassing to them that this has to happen at their school because people don't know how to keep their mouths shut. Um, it's probably embarrassing because, well, the school is actually under investigation right now federally because of child-related sexual exploitation crimes. So it's probably a little embarrassing for everyone in that gym. Because they're all complicit. And you, Miss Mother, Miss uh, Holly Lane, a CPS should be knocking on your door any second now. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what you deserve. <sighs> Related. Loudoun County, uh, <laughs> Virginia. So, if you if he if you let the three a.m. votes count, <laughs> you deserve everything that comes your way. <laughs> Loudon County mom to school board. My six-year-old daughter asked me if she was born evil because she was a white person. But CRT isn't being taught. Oh no, not at all. No, critical race theory isn't being taught. Um, speaking of Loudon County public school board meeting, a mother claimed in a now viral video that her young daughter somberly asked her whether she was born evil because she was a white person. Oh. I wish I could return my kids to LCPS um, private schools expensive. So she took her kids out and put them in private school. And I want my kids to be able to walk home from schools with their friends in their own community. I refuse to allow you to destroy our schools. They are not your schools. They are our schools. You all should be ashamed, and you should have the moral courage to admit you are wrong and step down. Yes! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and this is the same Loudoun County where... Uh, got it mixed up. No, I didn't. Where is it? The same Loudoun County where where the boy in the skirt raped the two girls. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Ah, the Daily Mail one. That's, that was in the wrong order. Daily Mail. uh, Um, the mother of the raping boy, uh, said he doesn't identify as a girl. He's a boy. And he's just a boy. Boys will be boys. 
She's 15. She could have defended herself. That's what she said. She could have. She insists that she, the public is she twisting this. She very well could have if, if they were allowed to exercise the Second Amendment at that age. <laughs> she insists that the and public I am is fully in support is twisting of that this. 15-year-old girl being able to defend herself that way. I'm not saying rapists need to be taken off the streets violently. I'm just saying it's nice to not have them on the streets. She insists that the public is twisting up this, my hearties, this, just, this just enough to make it a political hot-button issue. Yeah, because the whole boys wearing girls stuff going into whatever bathroom they want is kind of a big deal, especially when one side of the argument was saying, uh, this is going to lead to bad stuff happening. Yeah. How dare you assume that these people would do things like that? Oh, wait, oh. Well, it's just a boy in a skirt. It's not an actual transgender that took advantage of the system. Oh, it's just a boy wearing a skirt so he could go into the women's bathroom and it was covered up by the Loudoun County School District that was trying to make this a policy where boys could go into whatever bathroom they want. He was just trying to find himself and that involved all kinds of styles. <sighs> she said... Speaking exclusively with Daily Mail, the mother who asked not to be identified for the sake of her underage son uh -huh, defended his actions as that of a heterosexual hormonal teen who, in the case of the rape, had consensual sex with the girl twice before. Uh-huh. He's a 15-year-old boy that wanted to have sex in the bathroom with somebody that it was willing, she declared sitting in an empty kitchen in her townhouse in Loudoun County, Virginia. And they're twisting and they're twisting this just enough to make it a political hot button issue. Boys will be boys. He's just a raging hormonic boy. Uh yeah, as a parent you teach them to suppress that so they don't do stupid stuff. One thing one piece of advice I learned before I became a parent was uh if you have a boy, you have one penis to worry about. If you have a girl, you have every other penis to worry about. <laughs> and a much higher likelihood of going to prison for the rest of your life. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm... Don't get me wrong. I'll fight to the death for any of my kids. However, there's something about a father-daughter relationship <laughs> that's uh, makes dads do things that they probably shouldn't but are completely understandable <laughs> like uh, i saw a story somewhere where a guy was sentenced to jail for murder because he tracked down the guy that sold his daughter into sex slavery and killed him so it's not just so they're movie. giving him a medal so it's not just a movie anymore it actually happened oh <laughs> i don't know who you are i don't know <laughs> Where you're I have at, a certain set I of will, skills. I will find you, <laughs> and I will kill you. <laughs> Seriously, though. I can't even imagine. Oh. Uh. <clears throat> Despite his Andromeda style and declared that he is pansexual, the boy's mother insists he isn't the gender-fluid boogeyman in a culture war about transgender policy. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, he is. I know you love your son and all that, but 
Uh, he is. He would wear a skirt one day, and then the next day he would wear jeans and a t-shirt, a polo or a hoodie. She explained, he was trying to find himself, and that involved all kinds of styles. I believe he was doing it because it gave him attention he desperately needed and sought. Maybe you should give him attention! Maybe. At the same time, she concedes her like son is... medical attention. Uh-huh. Like yeah, they, they, have, they have facilities specifically for people like him. And they actually do help, especially in modern society, not like days of yore. At the same time, she concedes her son is deeply troubled, acknowledging his extensive history of misbehavior that included sending nude photos of himself to a girl in fifth grade. Child pornography. Distributing child pornography. That is a felony. Fifth grade? That is a felony. And since you're allowing it, you're an accomplice in distribution of child pornography well it's just one underage person sending it to another underage person it's still creating and distributing child pornography which is a felony in every way in every way shape and form She reached her own breaking point with him in early October when he phoned her from the juvenile detention center following his second arrest. Huh. (coughs) He asked me how I was doing, and I said, I'm broken, I'm shattered. You shattered me, the mom recalled. Do you have any idea what you've done to me, what you've done to your family? Um, And his response was, no, what did I do? Um, this kid's troubles are not, strictly speaking, just his own. The school did not fail this child. The the school did not fail this child, no. At that point, I was like, you know what? I love you. I always will. I will do everything I can to always be there for you in any capacity possible, she said. But I told him, you need to call your father from now on. Do not call me. I need to heal, and I need to figure out. I need need you you to to figure figure this this out out for for yourself. yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he just did it because he needs attention. So I distance him from myself. Uh, do, yeah, that was in October. Do you need help? Do you need help? <laughs> Talk to your father. I can't, I can't even right now. Yeah. 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 Okay. And because of that, because of her poor parenting, a father had to get arrested at a school board meeting because he's going to expose the school board for covering up what she refused to take care of. I think that conversation actually was tied to... Directly to this one? Directly to the the Loudoun County stuff that he did. Yeah. Uh, because that that phone call from the detention center it says was Sunday October tenth October tenth yep. which the the um, alleged rapes were in August I want to say <laughs> that was Sunday she did show up for his juvenile court appearance last Monday good for her she sat in the gallery while fuming at the boy's father who defied her wishes by showing up with his wife. So, I'm start. I think I see why the two are not married. <laughs> I'm I'm making connections here. 
He'd asked yeah. about bringing his wife, and I said, she's the reason you have been absent in our son's life. I hate her. Um, I would not... I would not be surprised to find out from his side of the story of she's bat crap crazy and she's doing crap to our son, but I can't, she won't let me. <laughs> I dude. would not be surprised. Dude. Seriously though, the, the mom is almost certifiable from some of these like things she said. And I mean, it's, it's hard to say cause this is really out of context stuff. Like they're quoting, snippets and things she says but like she's <laughs> talking about the politics around the case and whatever and and uh the the stuff with the pictures and um stuff like that and then and then at one point she says what are they trying to do did they hire an investigator to dig up everything and ruin him for the rest of his life uh no like, Public police records. <laughs> He's been a challenging child his whole life, which I've dealt with myself. My son's gone through multiple forms of counseling and therapy, resources here at school, friends, family. It's been 15 years of hell trying to get him to do better and be better. Uh-huh. Hmm. <clears throat> I, I get it. There are well, kids that are difficult, and there are kids that have phases that are make you question being a parent. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm seeing failures <laughs> throughout. <clears throat> so, yeah. And then <clears throat> in uh, Philadelphia, a woman was raped on the subway train. The train, not just some corner of the subway. She's on the train. She was raped. And the people on the train pulled out their phones and recorded it. So, yeah. Uh, the story of a woman being raped in blah, 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 train in Philadelphia while onlookers reportedly recorded video with their cell phones but did not interview, but did not intervene or call 911 is mind-bogglingly horrific. This is from CNN. It suggests not only a total disregard for women's safety and well-being, but social disintegration, a disturbing, a disturbing impulse to filter terrible events through the lens of entertainment and shock value, and the disturbing ability to dehumanize suffering by mediating it through a screen. Yeah. That is, if the events are happened as they are being reported so far, the factual universe of this case has come from the police who are not necessarily always reliable sources. Oh, yeah. So this is a two-parter here. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> but yeah, this is... No matter which way you slice it, they try to... CNN tries to spin this story a little bit. Uh, like it's not that bad. Still, whether it's actually raping or beating a woman and taking advantage of her in whatever way, why don't you intervene to stop that? Well, dude, our part, world is messed. Part of the oh. reason is because 
all this toxic masculinity got taken away from us. It's, to- it's toxic to be manly, to be a man like that. <clears throat> so the title of the episode is Quit You Like Men and Fight, which comes from uh, Old Testament, Samuel, somewhere, I think, um, where the Philistines are cowering and their leader says, quit you like men and fight. Now, what does that mean? Quit you, quit you like men and fight. In today's lexicon, quit means stop or something like that, finish, you know, which doesn't make sense. Stop being men and fight. That, no. <laughs> if you go to ye old dictionary, I don't have it with me. I have a picture of quit, the definition. Um, and one of the definitions, which one is it? Um, Um, there it is. Um, to free, clear, or discharge from absolved. So free yourself like men and fight. Become men and fight is basically what, quit doing the ish, become men and fight is the definition of that. So today's society, um, I think Jordan Peterson does a really good thing on um, uh, why men are needed in society. It's just masculinity. No, no, no. It's, he, he runs through the gauntlet of things that, of, you know, we need equality in the workforce of equal women, equal men. But that's only ever talked about when it comes to the desk jobs. Got to have the same number of CEOs of women as we do men, same number of board members, women as we do men, same number of engineers or accountants, of women as men. Okay, what about the dump truck guys? Uh, what about the electric? The electricians, the plumbers, the guys that are out in the storm fixing the power line so you have power. What about that? Does that have to be equal? Uh, No, no, just the cushy things have to be equal. Oh, what about the machinists that make all the stuff for you to have a civilized society? What about, he just runs through the gauntlet of things. Men keep this world running so that we can have a comfortable job, have a comfortable life. Because they're never fighting for equal sewage workers. Equal representation among sewage workers. It's always the... It's because that's a shitty job. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha! But um... He's here all night. (laughs) So yeah. So if if that... If that Loudoun County boy had an actual man in the house, a father figure there is a much higher chance that he wouldn't be in juvenile prison twice and an even higher chance that he'd actually respect women instead of take advantage of them. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's only centuries of research to show that that's actually what happens. If you have a solid household of a positive... Solid household being 
a positive male word. influence, a positive female influence, a mother and a father working together to raise children, that they turn out better. It's the strangest thing. They go to prison less. They have better jobs. They have better education. They think more highly of themselves and others. Everywhere. But let's destroy that unit because it's toxic. Hey, why is everyone terrible now? Oh, I don't know. Why is this stupid promo for Colin Kaepernick's lies on my thing? Go away. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's doing a uh, Netflix documentary special thing oh, about how the NFL uh, is setting up a system of racism. Right. And the preview shows, you know, he's walking on the field saying whatever garbage and it changes from the, the field disappears and it turns into a cotton field with the black guys and the athletes, quote unquote, in chains going to the auction block because that's exactly the same as getting paid 50 to $500 million to play football. He well, says, it's because the coaches and such strip your dignity to just medically examine you and check every aspect of your running abilities. And so, You mean like an interview for a job to see if you're fit and qualify for the job they're about to pay you because you $500 million over the course of 10 years. You, you want them to just take people that can't run and throw them on the field. And I mean, uh, I, Oh, I, I, I could, (laughs) I could go out there and, and run on the field. Kind of, (laughs) I can block. I, I can stand in the way of someone. I, uh, I mean, kind of. I could. Some of those guys, maybe. Like, tell you what, I'll cut you. A maybe deal. one or two of the quarterbacks. I know you want fifty million for that guy to be your left, your uh, left side blocker. This is how left well I know. This how well I know football. <laughs> your left defender. <laughs> I know you want to pay fifty million for him. You give me a million a year. I'll stand there. You know what? You give me $500,000 a year, I'll show up to every game. Every game, every practice. Every practice. Yes, sir. You say All jump. the time. I will go to the weight room <laughs> and look like I'm doing something. And then, and then I'll perform. Lifting a donut up to your mouth does not qualify as lifting weights. <laughs> hey, the donut weighs an amount. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And now I have to lug that amount everywhere I go. <laughs> Five ounces from here to here, and then 10 pounds from here to here. <laughs> it's efficient, coach. <laughs> it's efficient. <laughs> seriously, though, there has, to be, there has to be a standard. There has to be a bar. Because if there was no bar, I would be trying out, and that's just not okay. The uh- because if you ever see me running you should run too because i'm out of ammo and whatever i was shooting at didn't die especially if i am running faster than you think i should be able to run (laughs) that means adrenaline has kicked in and i have found sixth gear (laughs) 
but I'm not staying there for long. So, <laughs> but the bright side of that is you won't have to run for long because I'm going to run out of gas. You don't have to be the <laughs> fastest. It's going to catch me. So. You, don't, you don't have to be the fastest person. You just have to be not the slowest. <laughs> The only thing that you really have to worry about is whether I had the forethought to save one so that I could kneecap you as I went by. <laughs> don't don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you. <laughs> Why'd you bring a twenty-two to the woods to defend yourself? You can't fend off a bear with a twenty-two. No, but I can cripple you. No, but I can cripple you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to important things. <sighs> like not Kaepernick. <laughs> Guy's so full of himself. Yeah. Uh, so, <sighs> I've got a handful of things here. One for each amendment that is under attack or has been attacked in recent history. Amendment the first. Gun dealers. Amendment the first. Stay with me. Amendment the first. First Amendment, free speech, religion, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Gun dealers sell parts, ammo, parts, ammo, using anti-Biden meme, let's go, Brandon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's bad. That, that's bad. It's basic is the gist that they're trying to get at in this short thing. Gun dealers are marketing weapon parts and ammunition using a right-wing slogan widely under... When you have... UCLA chanting this and its less family friendly virgin version. <laughs> less family friendly virgin, huh? <laughs> like the How very does first one time. become a non family friendly virgin? <laughs> uh, well, you do it. You do asking a, for a friend. You do a lap dance at a school for an administrator. Oh. Ba -da -ba -ba Too soon. And you yell about it because it got public. Um, gun dealers are marketing weapon parts and ammunition using right-wing slogan widely understood as a code <laughs> for profanity directed at President Joe Biden. It's it's not really code. It's, it's every, everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Palmetto State Armory, which operates a 12,000 square foot gun store in Columbia, South Carolina, the state capital, is marketing Let's Go 15 stripped lower receiver. They're wonderful and purchase. <laughs> if, if we ever manage to get a sponsor, I hope it's them. Among others. Among others. Which is apart meant for an AR-15 style assault rifle. Does not exist. Assault rifle. Assault rifle's not a real thing. Nope. Especially an AR-15. So, suck it. Yes. <laughs> and in, in fact, those are not meant for AR-15s. Those are meant for PA-15s. Completely different rifle. But it's AR-15 style. No, no, no. It's, it's PA-15. Completely different thing. <laughs> the product description on the company's website says the fire selector on the weapon part features three modes. FAC. FAC. For safe. <laughs> it is the at symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, fire. Biden, full auto. Want. 
Why? Because it says that? No, because it's full auto, apparently. Because <laughs> it's full auto. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is trim a spring and do a couple little things. It's not that big a deal. Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? Remember, kids, it's illegal to own a full auto weapon. It is not illegal to own all of the parts for a full auto weapon. Yes. <laughs> What's in the box? Yeah, just random parts. Till next time, friends. <laughs> Skeletor will be back for more helpful information. Meh. Yeah. Love how PSA is in touch with the current Let's Go Brandon situation, says one of the comments below the product description. More than half of America and other parts of the world are chanting, the current administration is destroying our country. Mm-mm-mm. The company did not respond to NBC News requests for comment. A spokesman for the U.S. Secret Service, which investigates threats against the president, declined to comment. That's because you weren't worth either of their time. Are you going to investigate this for threats against the president? Um, uh, that's... No. No comment. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> at least two why, other firms. Why are you here? At least two other firms in other states, Culper Precision and My Southern Tactical, are advertising an AR-15 magazine for sale with a Let's Go Brandon sticker. And they are beautiful. Purchase and purchase. The companies did not immediately respond to requests for comment. <laughs> the phrase Let's Go Brandon has become right-wing code for F. Joe Biden. It originated from a mo- from a moment during October 2nd, NASCAR, blah, 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 blah. Talladega Nights, shake and bake. <laughs> a stripped lower receiver is the part of the AR-15 rifle that contains the serial number, making it the only part of the weapon required to be purchased through a licensed dealer. Unless you make it yourself. Once banned under federal law, the AR-15 the AR has become the most popular rifle in America, making up one, one in five firearms bought each year, according to National Shooting Sports Foundation. <coughs> there are 15 million in circulation, gun groups say. And there's approximately, numbers. There's approximately 15 million in the drink. <laughs> All of them, just... Tragic boating accidents. Tragically, swept 15 million it's, boating accidents. It's a wonder. People don't even it's, own boats. It's boating a, accidents. It's a all wonder over the none place. of it was reported in the news. It's, it You'd is. Think a widespread You'd, thing like that would be reported it, on. It's on par with natural disaster. How many boats? <laughs> I mean, seriously, the effect on climate change alone, alone. The number of boats that are now at the bottom well, of lakes and how? rivers. And oceans. How are these lakes getting lower with all the boats that have sunk in them? <laughs> Baffling. Let's go boating. C- CBS investigates. <laughs> there you we go. We sent a scuba diver so- down there and we found nothing. <laughs> That's it. New shirt says, Let's go boating. Let's go boating. With Biden with a snorkel. <laughs> Then on the back, tragic. <laughs> tragic. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, uh, it's a tragic boating accident. <laughs> Law enforcement officials have said that variations of AR-15 were used in mass shootings at a Boulder, Colorado supermarket, <laughs> a Pittsburgh synagogue, Texas church, a Las Vegas concert, Florida high school, and a Connecticut elementary school. Those are extremely separated events over the course of a decade. The, uh... Right? Wait a minute. The Vegas shooter used an AR-15? I thought he used a... (sighs) We're just glad he didn't use a suppressor. Oh, right. Yes. 
because that would have made and also he's so the reason why bump stocks were banned because he used a bump stock which actually was a good thing he did because he wasn't able to accurately fire it's all right it's, just get a binary trigger the let's go brandon slogan has been employed by several republican politicians the associate press reporter uh Reported Republican Rep. Bill Posey of Florida shouted the phrase while ending an October 21st House floor speech with a fist. Uh, no, because we played that, I believe we did, mm-hmm. uh, last week. Did he shout, let's go? No, he didn't shout it. He just said, let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. And then... So, he kind of missed the spirit. Dropped his mic it. and walked off stage. <laughs> <laughs> Rep. Jeff Duncan of South Carolina wore a let's go Brandon face mask on the Capitol last week. <laughs> well, Texas Senator, <laughs> you have to wear a face mask. Fine. Political statement. Political <laughs> statement. <laughs> if you're going to make me, I'm going to make it uncomfortable. <laughs> let's play a game of chicken. <laughs> Who flinches first? <laughs> Take it off. You told me I couldn't. Newsflash. Either way, I win. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, While Texas Senator Ted Ted Cruz posed with a Let's Go Brandon sign at the World Series, Senator Mitch McConnell's press secretary retweeted a photo of the phrase on a construction sign in Virginia. The AP reported Southwest Airlines announced Sunday he was investigating an incident in which a pilot reported the other the phrase over the intercom. Because you can't say that as I want that pilot to fly me everywhere. Everywhere. I will hire him, even though I can't afford him, to fly me everywhere I want. (laughs) Indeed. Anytime I fly, I want him as a pilot. Yeah, that's, that story's fun because the reporter was so irate about it. She tried to enter the cockpit. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> they almost uh, threw me off the plane. Uh, yeah, because you're in the act of committing a felony. I have never been so upset over somebody's joke that I tried to commit a federal felony. Because <laughs> yeah, if that pilot said Black Lives Matter... Or some other thing like that. Hands up, don't shoot. That would have yeah. been perfectly fine. What a yeah, woke, sure. wonderful pilot. Yeah. Would yeah, have been the report from that and, reporter. And you do your little pfft, and then you get off the plane, and you don't think about it anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. in, in our case, yes. Who cares? Black guys. Oh, cool. You got the peanuts yet or what? Nice. <laughs> How long till the drinks come? <laughs> Congratulations on using the First Amendment. Yeah. So, yeah. They're trying to... S- Across the board, they're trying to make Let's Go Brandon be a thing that's bad to say. Because you can't criticize politicians, especially Democratic ones, when they're ruining everything they touch. Chip Roy for the Second Amendment. Jerry Nadler made a mistake (laughs) of letting him speak and then asking a question while he was speaking. They all know I, too, live in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, raise my son, daughter, to respect firearms. Uh, we shoot them frequently on our property. Uh, we shoot semi-automatic weapons on my property. I teach my children how to use them, how to use them safely. I teach them what they're used for, why we have the ability to have firearms. And uh, yes, we use it for hunting. My son with shot his first yield? deer. With the gentleman, you have your question? Briefly. Yeah, very question. Careful, what Jerry. What do you use semi-automatic weapons for? I use semi-automatic <laughs> automatic weapons to kill hogs. I use semi-automatic. <laughs> and he stepped in the trap. <laughs> what do you use semi-automatic weapons for? Uh, well, 
Let me list the ways. Automatic weapons uh, for sport and shooting on our property, but I also have semi-automatic weapons, and I'm getting to the point. Thank you. Because semi-automatic weapon is a weapon that you can use for self-defense. It is a semi-automatic weapon now, that you can use. Just so you know, when Jerry Nadler says, what do you use a semi-automatic weapon for? He's not talking about a pistol. He's not. He, he's, he's, he's talking about rifles. AR-15 style rifle. Mm-hmm. Because those semi-automatic is synonymous with automatic, which is also synonymous with assault rifle. Which, which doesn't exist. None of these things... The military doesn't mean even what have, you think they mean. The military itself does not even have a weapon designated as an assault rifle. Correct. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so that's that's what he's thinking. He said, "Why do you need this big rifle?" Said, well, there's there, there's pistols that are semi-automatic. A lot of them have bigger capacities. Well, normally, let me tell you. Then an AR-15. I use has. the twenty-two for hunting birds. I use <laughs> I, I I use the nine millimeter for target practice. I use the forty five for you know, target practice and other fun things. <laughs> what the? I use the forty five for just in case. Just in case. <laughs> that, that's the forty four mag. That's uh it's a little different. <laughs> There's a <laughs> wait. Hold on. While while I'm here. That's it. While sensuous. And, um, uh, and we use the 50 cal for when somebody's breaking into the house that belongs to our neighbor down the road and they're hiding behind their fridge. So, there, there's a meme I saw. It says, when the shotgun is loaded with bird shot, buck shot, deer shot, and uh, dragon's breath. <laughs> Why do you have it loaded that way? <coughs> well, I have it loaded that way because... Maybe. Maybe. Nope, it's not it's not doing that one. I have it that way because of this. It's like a reward. It's like a reward. <laughs> like a reward. It's like a reward. <laughs> That's why I have all those things. To defend yourself against home invaders, but also let's be clear, against tyranny. The gentlelady is talking about the Second Amendment in the context of hunting, as if my rights are reduced in the Constitution to a 410 or a single shot or lever action 22. I bet you anything Jerry Nadler has no idea what he's talking about. Not a clue. 410, lever action 20, what? (laughs) As if that was what was expressly put forth as how we're supposed to be defending ourselves. And not, yeah, let me go ahead and finish my time, sir, unless we want to add more time. Very, very quickly question. But I need more time. Will the, gentle, will the gentleman give me another 30 seconds? Yes, I'll okay. give you I'll yield. Um, you, 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 you said that um, <laughs> you could use a semi-automatic weapon to, uh, to fight tyranny. Sure. You mean you'd use it against American troops? The very exact, we're taking my time, the very existence of the Second Amendment is designed purposefully well, I mean, to empower the people to be able our to Our troops resist. haven't won a conflict in two decades, so... Ouch. <laughs> it's just... I... Oof. <laughs> right, Not, in the, right in the patriotism. 
<laughs> Not to go straight for the nut shot. I think an eagle just fell out of the sky. <laughs> Groaning. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Liberty bent a little to wipe a tear. <laughs> But am I wrong? In two decades, hasn't won a conflict against guys that just slap a gun on top of a truck. <laughs> but but am I wrong? <laughs> you're not that's, wrong, Walter. <laughs> you're not wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. <laughs> that's one of those inside thoughts. <laughs> Is there are this, Marines what, listening what, to this, I, and they're fresh out of crayons. <laughs> you got to be... You got to be careful with that. They're sensitive. Not not to rag (laughs) on our our armed forces. I love our armed forces. Our guys are awesome. The boots on on the ground, it's not their fault. The boots on the ground are amazing. It's not their fault. We haven't won a war because of our leadership. And it all stems from a bunch of uh, the whole thought process of, well, we... We can't have a winner because then there's a loser. Got, everyone's got to play nice. Everyone right. has to... Because if, if we did what General MacArthur wanted to do with the Vietnam War, there would not be communism in Asia right mm-hmm. now. At least as strong as it is right now. What did General MacArthur want to do? He wanted to nuke <laughs> the line between Vietnam and China. Right. He said, Mr. President, give me 23 nukes and I will end this war in Vietnam. Excuse me? You want to nuke Vietnam 23 times? No, not the whole country. Just the line between them. So there's an irradiated zone so that China can't keep reinforcing Vietnam. And it also sent a clear message to China. We're not messing around. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, we can't do that. You're fired. And so the war dragged on and dragged on and dragged on and yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's and it, it, it's just it's depressing. And and the, the 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 I hate this this question. The, you would use it against the, American troops. You would use it against American troops. I would use it against anybody that tried to take away my God given rights. Mm-hmm. And so then the question becomes: Not would I use it against American troops, but would you use American troops on American soil to enforce your bullshit? <laughs> we have a story about that in other in the later on in and, the amendments. And would the American troops act on American soil to enforce your bullshit? Because at the point that they do that, They're they no violated their oath. And hell yes, they are no longer considered. Allies, but enemies of exactly. the Constitution of the United States, and and any any armed forces individual that would willingly operate on American soil against American citizens should be ashamed of themselves for one, and should rethink being in the military for another. Yeah, and that's a big part of why you see a lot of people dropping out of the military now. Ah, but they're just following orders. Yeah, so were the Nazis. Yeah. And if, if they had not followed orders, you know what would have happened? Not the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it probably still would have happened. They would have been shot. <laughs> <laughs> but, Those that didn't, but yeah. But 
the 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 idea behind the just following orders argument is that they're still good people. They're just following orders. I contest that you can't be a good person and follow an evil order. Yeah. That's- and if there are enough good people that not following the order would make it not happen, then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So... He goes on. Take that how you will. He goes on. The force of tyranny used against them to step over their natural rights given to them by God. That is why the Second Amendment exists. That's that it. Very That's it. It's not hunting. It's not sport. It is specifically to fight against tyranny and to protect mm-hmm. all other nine amendments as well as the rest of the Constitution. That mm-hmm. is why the Second Amendment is there. It's not because you're allowed to have 10 rounds in a magazine for this rifle because we decided that's safe for whatever reason. You know, the interesting thing about old English is they're very specific about how they use their commas. Extremely specific. (laughs) Just in case you're wondering, go read the second amendment as originally written and pay attention to where the commas are. Kind of important. In fact, critical. Why the second amendment exists. And let's be very clear about that. Let's, let's rewind the clock a little bit, as I know at least several justices have written in Supreme Court opinions, but about what life looked like, looked like in the 19th century and what the government was doing to remove the ability I think of either slave owners or, importantly, yeah. freed blacks or, importantly, oh, yeah, whites who even stood up in defense Civil of War era. blacks or against slavery— and the efforts by the South and the efforts by the strong arm of government to remove their ability to have firearms. That is an (laughs) absolute, undeniable, documented... And what he's talking about there, the people that did that, of took firearms away from freed slaves, that took firearms away from uh, people who supported the free slave, people that took firearms away from... um, black people in general when they were emancipated. Democrats. Democrat, 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 Democrat. Democrat majority court (coughs) ruled that slavery was constitutional multiple times. Yep. Democrats, the longest filibuster in history was to block the Civil Rights Act. It was done by Democrats. And Jerry Nadler, a Democrat, is trying to understand from Chip Roy, why do you need your firearm? <laughs> Historic fact. Because people country. like you don't want me to have it. Because you don't understand As, freedom. Uh, written by... But um, the Robert, easiest answer. Uh, the reason I need it is because you don't want me to have this it. To the uh-huh. record without objection. Uh, he writes... The heart of the problem is that in an effort to stave off rebellion and maintain the race, racial caste structure that had developed under slavery, state and local governments refused to respect freedmen's constitutional rights. Crucial to the South's efforts were gun control laws that applied to blacks and blacks alone. This does not show that, uh, and it goes on further, I'm going to take too longer, um, where it goes into the South's campaign against black gun ownership, not surprisingly, began long before the Civil War. 
Two slave rebellions in the 1820s stoked whites' fears, and in response, many legislatures amended their laws prohibiting slaves from carrying firearms to apply the prohibition to free blacks as well. Oh. When the government, and he writes further, and I agree with this, when the government has the ability to forbid gun ownership, it has the ability to render groups it dislikes helpless to defend themselves, regardless of whether modern gun control accomplishes its purpose of reducing crime, and for the record, there is no evidence it does. And I agree with that as well. <laughs> this is so inherent. It doesn't work for the reasons you say it works. <laughs> My colleagues on the other side of the aisle just bly blithely dismiss due process. A former judge even saying, oh, uh, arguments about due process, you have the opportunity to be heard after you have the opportunity to be heard after your rights have been taken away. That's the key issue here. We are absolutely destroying the bedrock principle that your rights are given to you by God and that you can't just have to go to the government to ask permission to exercise those rights. And when well, you would the gentleman that, yield for a question? Could I ask Mr. Roy a question? Would you yield for a second? I, I, mean, I need to finish up my time. I already, think I already have a few seconds left over from the chairman. I'm happy to engage with you in colloquies later. <laughs> and I would only just, I would point out that, that my colleague from Maryland, again, just sort of rolled over the fact that it was very expressed in the Supreme Court's ruling that the Second Amendment protects an individual right to possess a firearm unconnected with service in a militia. My colleagues like to con continually try to connect that to militia service, but we all know that what a militia looked like in 1775 and 1776. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> because you don't want me Thomas. to. Thomas. That's why. I. <laughs> yeah, you don't need that. I think yeah, I'm going to hold on. The fact that you said that means I do. I was about to set this down. <laughs> I was, uh, I was just I'm, about to put it away. Now I'm just going to keep it right just gonna here. Hold on a little tighter. <laughs> <laughs> so on to the third <laughs> amendment. Um, amendment numero tres. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I need to refresh my mind on the exact wording here. Hold the, on. The third. <sighs> The Third Amendment. No soldier shall, in time of peace, be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner, nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. Well, that's never happened of quartering troops. Um, <laughs> and it's funny. These first three actually have a lot to do with the Second Amendment, uh, the stories that we're sharing here. This was the aftermath of Katrina, September 8th, 2005. Uh, yeah, just go to that. That includes New Orleans, where today authorities stepped up their efforts to empty the city. Bob Woodruff is there again tonight with an extraordinary human drama unfolding. Bob? You're standing in the water. So good know it's evening flooded. from New Orleans. Okay. Here, the police and the National Guard <laughs> find themselves in a very difficult position tonight to try to carry out an order to force people from the city without actually using force. Without actually using force, the guy walks up to the house with a rifle in his hand and bangs on the door. He's not using force. A rifle in his hand? <laughs> I mean, I, I would postulate that just having a rifle doesn't necessarily mean force, but... 
True. Because, because theoretically, with if we're not actually infringing the Second Amendment, I should be able to walk up to somebody's house with a rifle slung across my chest anywhere I want to go and not have it be considered assault. Yes, correct. That being said, when you have the state national now, guard with police marching down the street going this, door to door this is the one so so play this for a second because i've i've seen this before so play this for a second yeah, I, th- I think so we he, played it last year he 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 pounds Today on the door he's got his rifle got a lot tougher on the this part that that, that is different right he is drawn he isn't walking up with the rifle just slung across his chest and knocking on the door he, like the other guy was he walks up Pointing the rifle into the house. Ready to fire. If someone poked their head around the corner to see what the commotion was on as he's going up the steps, a bad news. And I would, I would, uh, so if you, if you play that for a a second longer. Not only the flooded areas, but New Orleans driest and wealthiest neighborhoods too. And then. So hold on. From what the reporter said, not just in the flooded areas, but the driest and wealthiest neighborhoods as well. Yes. So people not even affected by the flooding, they're going door to door, kicking them out of their house and taking their firearms. Yep. Police fire it! The police and National Guard going street by street. Forcing themselves in. So... Entering the house without Entering, permission. Without a permission, without a warrant. Th- this clip alone violates like 90% of the mm-hmm. 10 amendments. <laughs> but the focus is just on the third, and we haven't even gotten that much. We need to make sure, too, that uh, whenever we knock on doors, people refuse to leave. We need to make note, call it in. They say there are no orders to use force, just strong oh, persuasion. Sometimes entering open houses with guns drawn. That, that's force. That's <laughs> it's no longer strong persuasion. That's that's force, especially when you've forced yourself into the house. If if you're on U.S. soil and you have to enter the house with a gun drawn to get people to evacuate an area then, that is not affected, by then you need to not be doing what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> instructions to disarm anyone inside. Disarm anyone. Guns, guns will be taken. No one will be able to be armed. We yes, will take sir. all yes, weapons. Sir. That happened today in this wealthy oh, neighborhood without a where homeowners had armed themselves to protect without their mansions. Cause. So homeowners in the unaffected area were protecting their property from rioters and looters trying to take advantage of people that were not at their houses. Mm-hmm. So the people that were protecting their property have to be drug out of their houses, their firearms removed for their safety. Oh, you want to disarm everyone and make it a giant news story so they know that this neighborhood now is unarmed. So all the rioters and looters can now go in? Residents were handcuffed on the ground. In the end, police took their weapons but let them stay in their homes. They were a little bit threatened because our weapons were bigger than their weapons. (laughs) Mine's bigger than yours. (laughs) So, and and this this is the part that gets really, really frustrating with this story is 
we have to go door to door to get these people to evacuate and we're going to take their weapons when we do because they, you know, they shouldn't be armed when we take them to the emergency, whatever. Okay. So then they go door to door and they take their weapons and let them stay where they're at. And then don't return the fire. And then don't return the fire. There are, there are, this was a door to door guns, gun confiscation. There are many of them still trying to get their firearms back. This was in 2008. They're still trying to get their firearms back. Yeah. Because they just took them. They didn't really document who had what serial numbers, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. For many of the police and guard troops, it is an uncomfortable job to do this in an America. It should be. <laughs> no. Because it's it, wrong. It shouldn't be. It should not be an uncomfortable job. It should be not happening. True. There's that. You shouldn't do an uncomfortable job. You should say no. How about no? How about no? Oh my gosh. In city, this guard unit occupied a church using it as a base camp. They had to leave a note because they could not get hold of the pastor to get permission. They have illegally set up operations to quarter in a church building. They couldn't find the pastor, so they left a note. Uh, Sorry huh? we broke in and drank the holy water. <laughs> we were thirsty. We were thirsty. Burned a little going down. Because you're sinners. Yeah. Well, th- the pastor wasn't forced to quarter them. Uh, just because they're not home? <laughs> <laughs> well, we couldn't decide... force him to quarter us because he wasn't there. <laughs> so we just did it anyway. We left a note. That's an IOU. Better hold on to that one. Better hold on to that one. <laughs> That's as good as cash. It is. It is. It's an IOU. Yeah, you just never, you never the, expect holy to crap. in country. To get permission. It is. It is surreal. Yes, his name is Fred Bible. Bible. His name is Fred Bible. <laughs> Occupying a church without any kind of thing of, hey, can we use your church? Yeah, you just never, you never expect to do this in your own country. Chris Montgomery says to. he'd rather be in Iraq than patrolling American neighborhoods. I would have rather you've been there too. You don't want to think about the stuff that you're going to have to do. If somebody pops around the corner. Let me shoot an American. Yeah. Yeah, in which case that you then are the bad person, not the guy that was defending his property from mm-hmm. illegal search, seizure, confiscation of firearms. Uh, what else do we got? Securing your person's house's papers. Um, answer for any capital or otherwise infamous crime unless a present or indictment of grand jury. Um, speedy public trial. Um, suits of common law. Uh, well, they didn't, they didn't uh, put bail on them nor give excessive fines. They just placed them under arrest and then let them go. Even though when you place someone under arrest, you can't just let them go because they're under arrest, so you have to tell them the reason why they've been arrested. But, you know, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That's neither here nor there. Uh... Uh, the Ninth Amendment, the enumeration of the Constitution of certain rights, shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. That means that the people have more rights than we list here. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the powers not delegated to the Constitution were prohibited by the states, 
or nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. So nine and 10 go hand in hand of, Hey, if it's not listed here, it belongs to the states and or the people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That clip alone just kind of berates through all of them, except for the first amendment, I guess maybe. Oh, never mind. Petition the government for redress of grievances. Never mind. All of them. <laughs> Darn it. Mm. All of them. But that can't happen here except for the time that it did. The times <laughs> that it did. That's multiple yeah. times. Yeah. That's the most yeah. prominent thing that I could remember off the top of my head. Uh, I'm sure something like that has happened in the last couple of years. <laughs> especially when they're trying to tie it all into mental health and all that stuff. And doctors said that you're mentally unstable and well, we need to take your firearms. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, amendment. The fourth, the right of people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated and no warrant shall issue, but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Yeah. If a cop pulls you over and they decide that they want to see why you have a hundred thousand dollars in a briefcase in the back of your car, you can plead the sixth and or plead the fourth. Do not plead the fifth. Yes. Plead the fourth says, uh, give me a warrant, present a warrant signed by a judge with the exact reason why you need the warrant and the exact place you need to search and exactly what you're searching for. And I will happily, happily allow you to search only those things yeah. outlined in the <clears throat> warrant. And if you're not happy with that amendment, the six, which means touch any of my crap, you will never work in this state again. <laughs> and you're going I, to jail. I plead the sixth. You mean the fifth? No, the fifth is for politicians. <laughs> who are obviously guilty, and that's why they need to remain silent. Uh-huh. I plead the sixth, which means I am innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. So you have no legal recourse to do anything to me until you can prove I did something wrong. Yep. Skeletor will be back. Ha! Ah! Ah! <laughs> Till next time, friends. <laughs> a Vietnamese immigrant and his business partner are fighting to get back more than $100,000 seized by Oklahoma police who alleged that it was drug money. They stole the donuts too, didn't they? Probably. Well, it was they pulled right out of the bakery, so they knew. A pair of New Mexico businessmen were driving, <laughs> driving along Interstate 40 in Oklahoma late one night in April <clears throat> when a sheriff's deputy flipped on his lights and sirens and pulled over their BMW sedan. But now at about 2 a.m. on April 19th, a Kine- uh, sorry, the two men, Nang, Nang Tai and Wee Chan Liu, were on their way to a hotel in Oklahoma City. They planned to catch some sleep before heading out in the morning to close on a 10-acre plot of farmland they'd agreed to buy for $100,000. But now at about 2 a.m. on April 19th, a Canadian County Sheriff's deputy was peering into the car. There is a Cana- Can- Canadian County uh, in Oklahoma. So it's weird. I <laughs> uh, was peering into their car. So mistake number one from the deputy. I mean, you have to look in the car to make, to assess your situation and all that. I get it, but that doesn't mean you get to search 
the car. You may look through the windows as you approach mm-hmm. anything openly visible, I guess, but yeah, we didn't, we didn't understand why he pulled us over, said Ty, uh, 51, a Vietnamese immigrant and father of two from Albuquerque. I was driving under the speed limit. Okay, so he wasn't speeding, apparently. And their crime was, I mean, they're not exactly fair-skinned. Their crime was answering the police officer's questions. There you go. That's what their crime was. <laughs> they had no way of knowing at the time. But Ty and Lou were about to begin an hours-long ordeal. And not knowing their rights. That would have them stripped of all their cash and searching for answers. Their experience highlights controversial law enforcement practice known as civil asset forfeiture, Bannett, in which police can confiscate a person's cash or other property even without bringing criminal charges. In what world does that make sense? None. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to take that. Uh, 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 that's my stapler? <laughs> my, I believe it's that's my it. stapler. This is the last straw. <laughs> I'm going to burn this place to the ground. The deputy asked the two men for their licenses. Were they both sitting in the driver's seat? No. Huh. So why do you need both? Where they were, where they were going and whether they were carrying any money. Okay, stop. No. <laughs> the, the first two questions, fine. The licenses? The, the license. Here's my license. That's an identification. You can have it. That doesn't require me to actually tell you anything. But it is courtesy. Give them my license. Mm-hmm. Where I'm going. Okay. I'm going X. That's for, fine. For the most part, when a cop asks you where you're going... It's kind of a ease the situation, be cordial mm-hmm. type thing. Aside from those questions, the answer is no. You don't ask those questions. You don't answer those questions. Whether you're carrying money has zero... Nothing to do with why he pulled To do over. with the cop. Yeah. The cop has no prerogative on whether or not you can have money on you. It's, it's and on, you should not answer that question. It's on the same grounds of, do you know why I pulled you over? Nope. Nope. Well, I caught you speeding. Ah, dang it. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> How fast was Innocent. I? <laughs> Innocent until proven guilty. I caught you speeding. How fast was I going? <laughs> Yeah, I got you at five over. Is that it? <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, 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 mm. do you know why I pulled you over? Depends on how long you were following me. <laughs> how far back were you when you clocked me? <laughs> no, but but for real, this is and and this isn't just me spouting off. This is actual advice from actual lawyers. When you are pulled over, questioned by a cop. You give them only common sense in the moment answers. You give them your name. You give them their your ID if they ask for it. And you tell them meaningless information, such mm-hmm. as where you're going. I'm heading home. I'm heading home. <laughs> and now if I'm you, going to work. If you say you're heading home, I'm and they going pull to up, a friend's house. 
and part of why they ask those mundane things is also to see if you're actually up to no good or whatever. Because mm-hmm. if you say you're heading home and they look at your driver's license and home is in the opposite direction you're traveling, mm-hmm. they're going to have some other, <laughs> some other questions. <laughs> and that's it. That's, that's all you have to give them. Yeah. Without a warrant or a lawyer present, you do not have to tell them any other information. And you should not tell them any other information. Because if you've ever heard the Miranda rights, anything you say can and will be used... Against you. Against you. Nothing you say to a cop can ever be used in your favor. Nope. So never, ever give a cop any more information than absolutely necessary. Period. Solves <laughs> most of these problems. Yeah. They had a large amount of cash in the vehicle, more than $100,000, which Ty said they brought to pay for the property. Ty, who speaks English with a heavy accent, Lou speaks very little English at all, told the officer they were headed to a hotel and, yes, had cash on them. Bing! The answer is, I'm headed to a hotel. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, Don't answer the other question. Going to a hotel. Do you have cash on you? I'm going to a hotel. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> don't know what else all right i need you to step out of the car for nope. what reason <laughs> i need you to produce a warrant mm-hmm. deputy said he suspected they were involved in illegal activity according to ty a criminal background search would have turned up a 2017 conviction against lou for growing marijuana in california which is not pertinent to the current situation nope especially when you had no idea who was in the car at 2 in the morning in Oklahoma. (laughs) After a second officer arrived at the scene, the men were driven to a police station and interrogated for hours. Deputies emptied a backpack and suitcase full of cash, then pulled apart the inside of the BMW, but apparently turned up no guns, drugs, or any other illicit items. So they shredded his car, took the cash. Without a warrant. They kept saying, this is illegal money. I said, okay, prove it. We didn't do anything illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Lawyer. The answer is lawyer and warrant. Yeah. The men are now fighting to get back, adding insult to injury. They contend that the amount the sheriff's office says it confiscated, $131,500, is actually $10,000 short of the total they had in their car that day. No. Now I have to prove I'm innocent, and they are the ones who illegally took my money and basically stole some of my money, too. Yeah. The court docket contains no records detailing the traffic stop or the seizure, and neither the sheriff's office nor the district attorney's office agreed to comment. Oh, so they didn't write it down. Nope. Didn't document it. Corrupt cop. And among those surprised by the turn of events is the man who is set to sell his land to Ty and Lou. I was shocked when I heard the conversation of their money. Hey, guys, why didn't you show up? Police stole our money. Excuse me? (laughs) they seem like very nice intelligent business people i feel bad for them and their situation yeah yeah billions of dollars are taken 
yearly from citizens who are never charged with a crime and are not afforded any of the due process provisions of the Constitution, such as a day in court, presumption of innocence, right to counsel, and an impartial journey, said Brad Cates, former director of the Justice Department's Asset Forfeiture Office, during the Reagan administration, who has become an outspoken critic of civil forfeiture. So far this year, local law enforcement agencies confiscated more than $1.3 million from people driving through Canadian County. Just Canadian County. $1.3 million. Wow! <laughs> this reminds me of a particular story about a county in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> not saying it's the same thing. Ah, not saying it's the same thing. Extortion. Um, but uh, <laughs> when a duck quacks, it's, uh, it's probably a goose. Probably a goose. <laughs> ah. All right, what was that, four? This is five? Yeah, we're on to five. <laughs> yeah, no person shall be held to answer for any capital otherwise infamous crime unless out of prison. So basically, you, you don't have to answer for anything unless um and you can't be deprived of life liberty property without due process how many times have you seen a story like this white woman who falsely accused falsely accused two black football players of rape rolls her eyes throughout sentencing hearing this lady lied that she was raped uh, by the two black guys they were stripped of their scholarship kicked off the football team kicked off the university campus and then it came out later, yeah, I lied about it. And she was sentenced uh, because of lying. Nowhere near the sentence that those two boys were about to get. Um, and the boys did not get their stuff reinstated. Oh. They were basically found guilty without due process. Without trial. Yeah. Without anything. And they lost their livelihood, their life, their... Liberty, they lost property via the uh, uh, scholarship without due process because someone said they raped me. Okay, I lied. They didn't rape me. I just made that up because I wanted someone to feel bad for me. First, she said that two black men violently raped her. Then she said they didn't. Then she said she'd only accused the men of rape because she was trying to gain the interest of a potential boyfriend. Then she said she never told police that she was raped at all. Now she admits that she lied about the lie she lied about. Yeah. Ah. And her sentence? Uh, a little slap on the wrist. Well, what should she have been sentenced with? Uh, the exact same sentence those guys would have gotten. Well, that's not fair. Destroying their lives because she wanted to have someone else be sympathetic to her because she thought for whatever reason that crazy thing would be attractive. Uh, yeah. Sl throw the book at her. So <laughs> she, uh, she dropped out of school and went to work as a real estate agent, which, uh, was a natural fit considering her, uh, her, uh, talent at life. <laughs> Uh, also, has not been confirmed, but there was uh, a rumor that she was going to uh, uh, be a White House spokesperson at some point. <laughs> 
See, was this the same girl that had the mattress, or is that a different one? I think it's different. Yeah, I think it's different. Uh, both were lies. And people lost, lost their stuff about it. Um, number the six. Um, a right to a speedy trial, impartial jury, all that fun stuff, and be informed of the nature and cause of the accusation. A judge asked prosecutors why January 6th protesters being treated worse than BLM rioters. So, uh, these guys have been arrested. And why are we still in jail or in prison? What charges do we have? Ah, we're working on it. Um, what? <laughs> but, but what crime did we commit? Well, you broke into the Capitol. Okay, so we've been in jail for a year because we walked into the Capitol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the people that destroyed entire cities? Ah, we let them go. Huh? <laughs> so that's how. Justice system is broken, not because the original justice system wasn't brilliant, but because the current justice system doesn't follow the actual justice system. It's retarded at best. <sighs> Lady, uh, Lady Justice is no longer blind. She's racist. She's trying to figure out. <laughs> she's trying to figure out who put the pin in the scales that make them tip one way every time. Right. <laughs> she took she's over the there lifting off. her blindfold, shaking the scales, trying to figure out what the crack's going on. Uh, the seventh in suits of common law, where the value of controversy shall exceed twenty dollars, the right of trial by jury shall be preserved, and no fact trial by a jury. And no fact tried by a jury shall be otherwise re-examined in any court of the United States than according to the rules of common law. Basically, you can't be tried for the same crime twice. Uh, double jeopardy. Yeah. Um, capital rioters um, have yet to have a trial by jury. Uh-huh. More than 535 people. Well, they almost destroyed democracy. Sure. And yet, our AR-15s are going to do nothing against the federal government. <laughs> You're telling me a guy with a buffalo hat is more dangerous to our democracy? The question. <laughs> are people accused of participating in the January 6th insurrection on the U.S. Capitol still being held in jail without bail? And if so... What are their charges? The answer. Yes, several people are being held without bail in the D.C. jail for crimes they allegedly committed during the Capitol riots. I see that you specifically left off. What are their charges? What are their charges? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh, this, that's an interesting screen grab they got on there. So that guy in the background... Mm-hmm. That one, they're trying to find out who this guy is. Um, pull this up on the main screen there. That guy? This guy. They're trying to figure out who this guy is. Because he was in custody. They had him in custody. And then mm. he just disappeared. And videos of him, because even the Democrat wing of, I guess I should make it so... 
the audience can see those that watch on the video side make it so we can see it there that this this guy right there that guy um but there's the social media's uh liberal sleuths went out and about to find him and they found all the videos and stuff of him and they had hashtags relating to him one of the hashtags was um something like a government infiltrator or something like that because in one of the videos the protesters before they became rioters kept pushing this guy away saying stay away from him he's a fbi or whatever hmm. <laughs> and then he just disappears from the fbi search list he was number 16 on the pictures and you go there now and it's 15, 17, number 15, number 17, 16's gone. Well, that's because they arrested him. No, because 15 at the bottom says arrested. 17 at the bottom says arrested. So even when they arrest him, they're still up there, but 16, gone. gone. Hmm. And it's too, it's so blatant that members of Congress are asking about this. Uh, where's this guy? Who is he? <laughs> uh, I'm not allowed to answer questions about an ongoing investigation. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and the this so disturbing. So uh, one of the guys that they interviewed, uh, Ram- Romani uh-huh. said that for prosecutors arguing for defendants to be held without bond, it goes beyond protecting the safety of the community. The biggest reason why federal prosecutors want to hold someone without bail is that it's much easier to get a plea agreement and a deal when someone's already in federal prison. It's very difficult, especially for someone who has no criminal history to sign that plea agreement and agree to surrender and go to federal prison. So some of it is actually danger to the community, but some of it is actually strategy and tactics to get folks to plead guilty. Oh, entrapment. Yes. Oh, the FBI hasn't ever done anything like, oh, wait, we covered that heavily before. Oh, shoot. Shoot, and that leads well into Amendment the 8th. Excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed. They're not doing that. Okay. Nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. We're going to hold you in jail until you plead guilty. Um, time out? That's, time out? That's not how this works. Yeah, attorney for Capital Riders says they are being tortured in D.C. jail. Oh, solitary confinement is torture, the lawyer said. They're being held for hundreds of days in solitary confinement. They're being beaten. They're being starved. They're being denied medical care. They're being denied the right to worship. They're being cut off from their attorneys. What was the other amendment of right to representation? Right to representation? Hmm. Huh. People are being tortured. Tortured, McBride said. Five miles from the White House. Are you okay with people being tortured five miles from the White House? Keep yelling torture, CNN host John Avalon said. We'll stick with the facts. The facts are torture, the lawyer said. <laughs> My client is out. I got Mr. Barnett out right. because the so, facts, okay, so let, you know, the I just want to I want to be clear about that because you're making extraordinary uh-huh. things. These sentences and the decision of the Biden Justice Department not no, to turn this is insurrection not would indicate Wait, this is no, nothing this, resembling anything involving Soviet Russia or Nazi Germany, obviously. But to belabor that point, you went on Russian television station 
to plead this case and make this point. Do you think if, a, if, a, if an attacker broke into the Kremlin and sat at Vladimir Putin's desk, he'd be treated better or worse than your client's been treated after attacking the Speaker of the he'd House? He'd be shot. Office? He'd probably be shot. And you'd if, never But if he wasn't it. shot, he'd probably United be tortured in a prison five miles from the Kremlin. The Kremlin. For the human Maybe even the basement of the Kremlin. Place ...at D.C. Guantanamo Bay, then who <laughs> better to hold us accountable than the inventors of the gulags of themselves? That is why I went there. To prove that makes absolutely America no sense, America needs to sir. wake up and understand that people are being tortured. Tortured. Are you okay tortured. with people being tortured What's the example five you have, miles from you like to the White that? House right now? Pardon me? You're Would saying like people are being tortured? Uh, an update to this is members of Congress are actually asking about what's going on. And a judge has uh, con condoned um, some of the guards for actually torturing some of these people. CNN, suck it. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Amendment the ninth. The enumeration of the Constitution of Certain Rights shall not be construed or deny or disparage others retained by the people. So there's things not listed here that uh, um, we have rights to. From the Seattle Times, vaccine mandates are not an attack on freedom. Uh-huh. Um, this whole thing tries very hard to say how this isn't uh, as bad as you think it is. And it's just a bunch of disinformation, misinformation, blah, blah, blah. The express rationale for all this activity is that it's about protecting freedom. In reality, while there are several reasons for vaccine resistance, politics is a significant driver of the agitation. A successful vaccination campaign could mean a successful Biden administration, and the right is determined to prevent that. No matter how many avoidable deaths result from vaccine sabotage, it's noteworthy that Fox has a very strict vaccination policy for its employees. Still, the case against vaccination mandates, however disingenuous, needs to be answered on the merits. Yet I at least have rarely seen the case against a right to refuse vaccination fully explained, even though you could hardly come up with a better example than COVID-19 vaccination if you wanted to design a hypothetical situation in which arguments for freedom of choice don't apply. And I think it's worth spelling out exactly why. Personal choice is fine as long as your personal choice don't hurt other people. Time out. If it's so important to get this vaccine, and <clears throat> there's even talks of um, we need we need a way to know who's vaccinated and who's not, so we can protect people. Okay, if it's such a public hazard for unvaccinated people to be out in public, why have we not done this before with any other virus? Well, but schools. Schools require vaccines against many diseases. Except for all of the exemptions you can get for each and every single one of them without really much of a question. So, again. <laughs> well, the public has a right to know. No, it does not. Because the Constitution does not protect the rights of the public. It protects the rights of... The individual. individual. Yes, but your individual rights interfere with my individual rights. If the vaccine works... Amendment the fourth. <laughs> the right of the people to be secure in their persons, persons, houses, papers, and effects. There's your constitutional argument. How do I know if you're safe? You don't. 
And you shouldn't. You're just going to have to trust that society will continue on whether we do the same things or not. Yeah, but how do I know? You don't. How do I know? How do you know that you aren't going to, I don't know, blow a tire and roll your vehicle and die tomorrow? <laughs> How do I know that China's not going to drop a sub supersonic nuke on us? I don't. I don't. So I'm just going to live life mm -hmm. and get out of my way. Oh my goodness! I can't read the rest of this. It'll infuriate. Oh yeah, me. no, it's yeah, it's garbage. It's it is the trash, the hottest of garbage, straight out of the dumpster fire that is Seattle. Literally, <laughs> dumpster fire. That Medicine, is. in case you haven't noticed, is a complex and difficult subject. No, 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 it's, it's, it's not. not. <laughs> What's funny too is if you want to go their route you can turn around on them, then why aren't we vaccinated people on the border for immigration? Well, that's a whole different thing. No, 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 no. No, no, we have a right to know. You told me George Washington forced people to be vaccinated. So you're, you're fine with going back to the founders on this, right? Yeah. Okay, the founders supported uh, knowing medical information for immigrants. Anytime an immigrant came in, they had to fill out a questionnaire do you have this disease? Do you have this disease? Do you have this disease? Are you healthy? Are you going to provide for the country? All right. You're good to go. We're not doing that now on the southern border. Nope. So, <laughs> your argument is moot. <laughs> ah. <coughs> and then the 10th Amendment, you can pretty much pick any of anything. the things. Um, marriage, mandates, taxes, minimum wage, voting. They're trying to federalize voting because the states specifically have a right, actually, to dictate how voting operates within their state. But let's federalize mm -hmm. it. Oh, 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 oh. The state specifically decided this is how we decide marriage is. Federal government steps in and says, too bad you're doing it this way even though people across the country voted no. Government should not be involved in marriage. Nope. Well, then you don't want gay people to... Gay people can get married. Gay people can get married? You they can, can find a pastor that'll marry them or jump over a stick or whatever the married. hell they want to do to be married? They can do it. 50 of you can get married together, and I wouldn't and care. I wouldn't bat an eye at it. And the point of what I'm saying isn't to restrict people from getting married. It's to remove the reason why you want it. Because you only want it... Tax break. For the tax break. So if there's no tax break, because there's no government-established marriage, then it doesn't matter who's married and who's not. Unless it's because of your faith. And because marriage is something that's meaningful to you. Yeah. So you know what? Remove marriage from any form of government control. Marriage was originally between man and wife and God. And then government stepped in and said, sign here, give me 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so now, in order to participate in the religious act 
of being married, you have to pay a fine. No, it's not a fine. Uh, oh, it's it's a, it's a tax, right? No, 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 it's not a tax. It's it's a filing fee. Oh, right. Yeah, to process the paperwork. Right. right. Yes. And so you can get a license. Yeah, because yeah. it's important for you to be licensed. You your, have permission your, to be married now in your wedding. Weddingness. The government has given you because to be who knows whether or not you appropriately did the marry thing. Who are you to define what love is? If you didn't get licensed to do it. <laughs> who are that's that was one of the best one of the funniest arguments. Who are you to define what love is? I don't know. You're sure trying hard to make the government define what love is. So what? <laughs> I don't I don't what, what? what do you what do you want from me? <laughs> so one, one of the things I always think is funny when somebody new meets me and they're like, "Well, what do you think about this?" thing should the government do this and and before they finish the should the government do it's no take take literally anything that you think that the government should do stop you right there (laughs) just stop just save your breath (laughs) because you can do it better by yourself (laughs) yeah and, and it is the funniest thing is like, well, if we didn't have building codes, nobody would build properly. Well, that would be because you're not watching them build and you don't know anything about what you're building. Yeah, see, if you know what you're doing, then when you have somebody build something for you, they actually do it better than they would for the government. Yeah, and then they know that if they do a good job for you, you would recommend them to other people mm-hmm. and they would get more business and therefore get more money. Yeah, but how do you know it's up to code? Because it hasn't fallen on my head. That's the funniest thing to me about code. Well, it just—it needs to be up to code. You realize code is like the bare minimum. Code doesn't make the building better. It makes it worse. Because the extra things that a builder might do to make it more enticing to live there, they don't do. They just build it to code. Code says you have to have the, ha- the uh, studs this far apart. Mm-hmm. And that's what you'll get. A good house will have the studs a different distance apart because it's more sturdy. Code says that you have X number of outlets in the house. Have you ever been in a house where you just couldn't find a damn outlet where you needed one? That building. That's because code. code. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. We met all of the requirements. We have successfully gotten a D. Yeah, that's right. Right, you you want to talk about about code? D. Just think about just think about passing grades in school. Yeah. The people that have the extra effort that that go and look for the information and learn themselves get an A because that's the most you can get. They're hired first. They're hired first. <laughs> the people that are following code get a C minus uh-huh. cuz that's what you need. To graduate. C's get degrees. C's get degrees. <laughs> exactly. A C <laughs> makes code. What do you call a doctor who finishes last in his class? <coughs> a doctor. A doctor. <laughs> <laughs> do you want him or do you want the guy that finished first in his class? It's just your heart. And, whatever. And the doctor's all, up to code. He's passed all of his health requirements. All of these are kind of funny examples and whatever, but 
Like, it's like, serious. It's serious. <laughs> really. Like, you can really think, if you didn't have a driver's license, how would we know you could drive? Because I haven't crashed into you. Because I haven't crashed? <laughs> how many people do you think drive without driver's license? If you don't have a business license, how do I know you're safe? You're a safe business? Because I'm still in business. Because I'm still in business. <laughs> yeah. What about cutting hair? It's it's hair. It's not like it's Edward Scissorhands trying to cut hair. <laughs> it's hair it grows back if it's wrong and then you go somewhere else that does it the way you want and the guy that cut it wrong isn't in business anymore because he keeps doing it wrong the the funniest thing to me is the driver's license one because it's like how how do you know that somebody is safe to drive if they don't have a driver's license how many people have you met that have a driver's license that are safe to drive the test for the driver's license <laughs> is the bare minimum to get a driver's license. The system is flawed. It's up to code. It's, it's up to code. <laughs> you're, you're using the example of something done terribly as your gold standard. All right. What's the critical fail point on this? It's right here. All right, so if we take it a notch above that, that's code. <laughs> it won't fall on itself. It won't <coughs> fall apart. It won't blow up. It may leak eventually. It'll probably settle. In the auto industry, it's called a lemon. It'll drive off the lot. It'll get down the road a few miles. But you're changing the oil. Every 500 miles. <laughs> Functional. It works. It's it up works. to code. It passes the emissions test. It's up to code. <laughs> and it has a tank for the death fluid. I know it's a gas engine. <laughs> but it has a tank for the death fluid. It's up to code. <laughs> And yes, I know that deaf fluid is repeating fluid twice. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not a gasologist. I'm a doctor. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Damn it, Jim. Oh, my goodness. So, quit you like men and fight. Um, to help you in your fight, we've got... We're not going through these, but um, I've copied some links... For medical purposes, medical advice that you can seek out as well as online um, uh, pharmacy that will actually help you get stuff that you might need because of a certain virus that's floating around that people don't seem to understand is a respiratory virus and will do what all other respiratory viruses have done and we've treated before. Anyway, um, but yeah, there's an online pharmacy you can go to, 7Cells. Um, and, uh, you can use, um, I'm stealing this, uh, and giving, giving credit to where I found it. You can use promo code Steve for Steve Dace and you'll get a discount on their stuff there. They try to keep prices as low as they can on top of getting the promo code because they have to compete and all that stuff. Um, for early COVID 
treatment suggestions, you can go to earlytreatmentreport.com. For a teledoc-style help for COVID-related concerns, you can go to ivermectincan.com. Um, for help on finding doctors and pharmacies, pharmacies that haven't gone insane, um, myfreedoctor.com. Um, to connect with some sane medical providers, um, pushhealth.com. And a doctor who has set up her own thing to help with some preventative suggestions on COVID and other stuff, stuff um, Dr. Stel, drstellamd.com. Um, yeah, those links are in our thing, as well as links to everything else, most everything else we talked about that wasn't off the And cuff. some things we didn't talk about. <laughs> some things we didn't talk about. Um, yeah. Thanks for all your support. All that stuff. Hold the line. If you don't what if you don't know what the line is, find your line. Find the line and hold it. Uh, we haven't reached my line yet. My line yet. And then probably start holding before you get there. <laughs> hold. Part of part of holding the line means there's nothing else left behind you. If you lose the line, you lose it all. So yeah, whatever your line is, plant your flag. Raise your Ebenezer, plant your standard, quit you like men, and fight. Especially for these kids that, as we pointed out, and many others, desperately need positive male figures in their lives to show that there is hope to keep fighting for. Mm-hmm. Well, like, subscribe, rate, review, do all those things, share, message us, write us, yell at us, phone us if you have the information. If you don't have the information, well, we need to post a link to our Discord again, I guess. Oh, that's uh, right. We have that. We have, yeah, we have a Discord. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things we have. I've been thinking of setting up an email for people to just send us things if they find them. Yeah. What do you you think about this or whatever? So maybe we'll have that for the next episode to put in the links. So we'll come up with with, uh, some other links to add for you guys so you can get in touch with us. Um, You know, send us links. Send us things that you find. We want to learn as much as we want to share what we learn. So, yep. And also applying constitutional principles and all that wherever applicable. Mm-hmm. So until fun and important. Indeed. Well, until next time. <gasps> bye. bye. There we go. Now it is correct. We had a whole thing going. It was nice and did. hilarious. Did we did? And there was humming. Messed it up. There was humming. So there was, no one there will was a hear catchphrase, it, and no one will know exactly what it is. Not even us. Nobody. <laughs> it is lost in the annals of time. <laughs> I don't think Wait. that's the right. Hold on. <laughs> it's one of the bifidas. <laughs> Spider bifida. <laughs> been stricken with anal bifida. Spinal, no way, bifida. spinal, spinal, spinal bifida. It's one of the bifidas. Why? Since when does time have anal? <laughs> Since it transitioned. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. It's 
It's two N's. Two N anal. Does that make it better? <laughs> <laughs> Does that make it better? <laughs> I don't remember that being in the alphabet. Hey, LGBTQ. Is that a new one? Is it the T? New one? The N? The anals in that phrase means a chronological record of events. Oh, annals. Oh. Oh. It's pronounced differently, apparently. Who knew? English is hard. English is hard. I don't think it's actually pronounced differently. Let's see. Annals. Nope, it is. Annals. Annals. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing you entertainment at every turn. (laughs) And education. Ed Umacation. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> now you can't make the same mistake Mike did. <laughs> different. 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 It's pronounced different. Sure is. Well, my wife is probably concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Wrecked him. So. Near killed him. <laughs> oh. I was going to make a joke, a, a gay joke. <laughs> Superseded. But fuck it. 